far too much to drink, sir. Let me get my bearings. Has it been a long week? Do you need a break? Are you stressed? Stuck in your job? Maybe you need an escape. I'm Beth Dival. And I'm Ezekiel Kajakai. And this is Escape Break, where we discuss all things escape rooms in Southern California. The good. The bad. The funny. And don't forget the awkward. Trust me, I wish I could. This show is just on the horizon. Get ready to sit back, relax, stop working, and take a break with us. All right, welcome in everybody to Escape Break. Well, looky who's on the other side. It's Beth. Where have you been? Where have you been? For those of you that thought that Beth was gone, you are mistaken. You Beth, are mistaken. It's really good to see you. It's great to see you. <laughs> Where the heck have you been, dude? So within the last, I want to say like month, I've been going through transitioning to my new job full time. So that's super exciting, but it requires way too much of my energy because if you go to therapy, you might have heard this, people don't <laughs> handle change very well. So that's what, that's what I've been handling, but uh, things are a lot better now. I'm able to put more on my plate. I'm able to be like settled into my new job, which is super nice. And I don't have to deal with coffee anymore. Very bittersweet. I, I did finish my work with Starbucks and I did cry a lot, but new jobs, new opportunities, new chapters. So I've been figuring that stuff out, but now I'm back and hopefully I'll be able to be a lot more consistent now that I have a consistent schedule. So this is not the last you'll see of me. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's good. I'm really glad that you're able to set some time and record with us because if you haven't noticed, we're doing a series on top 10 escape rooms ever, Mm -hmm. or should I say Mm -hmm. ever? That we've played, that we've played. So this is volume three. Beth, you know the deal. We're going to go from 10 all the way to one. So are you ready? I'm ready. All right, Beth, what do you have coming in at number 10? Coming in at number 10, I have The Laboratory by The Laboratory. (laughs) The Laboratory in Los Angeles. I just really like the puzzles in this one. I mean, like if you've played it, you know, there's like a million things to do Mm -hmm. and they'll adjust how many puzzles are in the room based on how many people are in your group most of the time. And I'm a puzzle fiend. I love puzzles. I will, I will solve all of them. I love puzzles. So this room was like absolutely perfect for me because we came in with three people total and we were like, give us the whole set, give us the whole set of puzzles. I want all like whatever it was like eight, to 10 different puzzles Mm -hmm. and we solved all of them and I was out of breath by the end of it but it was super exciting very like I was really fighting against the clock to get through it so it was just really exciting experience I really loved the laboratory yeah and there were so many unique puzzles that I got to see this is a game on my wish list and I guess one of the most exciting things about doing this top 10 series with you and Tati is you guys are bringing in games that I haven't played and encouraging me to keep playing them. So laboratory is on my wish list and I've heard about it. You've played, you know, Shad and the ERA community has played and said great things about it. Mm-hmm. So I need to find a team now outside of my regular team to play the laboratory. Now, Beth, yeah. do you know, kind of in the murmurs of the escape room world, who's working up at the laboratory behind the scenes now? I don't know, but I know that they had relocated recently because they wanted to build more space, but I don't know who's behind it. Yeah. Brian 
Corbett, I believe, <gasps> is working with Daniel. Ah, that's awesome. So I guess the only way to fact check me is just give it a little bit of time and we'll see what the new stuff is. But I'm pretty, pretty sure <laughs> that that mastermind of a name is in the works up there in the laboratory of their own. So I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I did see on TikTok, he was redoing one of his puzzles that was from Tiki Room. And he's mm. like, oh, you know, just re- redoing puzzles for no particular reason. And I was like, <laughs> I'm trying not to be really freaked. I'm trying not to freak you out by being super excited about this. But are you bringing Tiki Room back? <laughs> because I liked Tiki Room a lot. That was that was a really good 60 out game. Yeah, um, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what I'm I so that's excited. what I think is going to happen. Uh, we'll let time tell. But Beth, that's a great way to start off the top 10. Let's take it into number nine. Number nine. Staying in the LA area, I have Stash House by Stash House. Okay, (laughs) nice, nice. This one was just like a unique uh, concept. I hadn't really played any escape rooms that kind of just revolved around, you know, drugs, a literal Stash House. Unfortunately, when I did play it, our very last part was broken from the group beforehand. Okay. But like, it still didn't ruin the experience at mm-hmm. all. We They let us know beforehand, which was super nice. So like, not only was the game great, the customer service was fantastic. Like, they were super helpful. The hosts were awesome. But the game itself was super fun. There were so many little unexpected things that were happening or the story was just really unique. And I really liked how they kept you immersed in the story where it's like you have to text to get your clues rather than like ask a game master like this you or if you if you're not (laughs) watching this on a video I just waved my hand you know get a clue can we get a clue (laughs) you you text them and you go hey yo uh drug dealer give me a clue please (laughs) so I really liked how they kept you immersed there's a lot of fun props in the room that are that make the experience super memorable uh, and they did have a little scary moment, not like a whole scare, but there was just a part that startled the hell out of me. So I was like, great, that's cool. Of course you get scared in that room. I have no idea what you're talking about. I it's know the... if we talk about it, we'll spoil the room. So you're going to have to tell me later, but I know I, okay, this is a spoiler, blah, blah, blah. Like <laughs> it's the part with the bed. I don't want to say too much. Okay. The part with the bed, if you like move it. And yeah, then yeah. you like look, yeah, okay. okay. That part startled me because I was the one that found that. Okay. And then I was like, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna go down the stairs. Bye. Leave it up to you to get scared in that room. I know. And like the most well-lit room they have. Any whatever. Anyway, end of spoiler. <laughs> uh you could take that out, leave it at whatever. <laughs> now, did you um, like this room any particularly because of our connection to toilets? You know, toilets are a really great trend that I'm noticing in escape rooms yeah yeah (laughs) um I really liked how you use the toilet in this sense I thought that was extremely fun very unique um you know using a toilet for its regular purpose uh (laughs) most of the time most Uh, of the time just as a disclaimer I'm not saying that I use the toilet (laughs) hey that's the running joke slash truth here is what happens with toilets and escape rooms when we're involved. So yeah, we'll did it. I use it? I used it, but not to not the way you're thinking. <laughs> we'll keep it a mystery. <laughs> and that's why it's my favorite. It has a toilet. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You know, the weird thing about Stash House is they've been around now for a while. Of course, pandemic a happened. Long time. I wonder if they're ever going to be another room. And if so, I... <laughs> what happens to the company name? Is it still called Stash House or 
I know. Is it like Stash House 2.0? <laughs> Maybe. Is there Stash House on the other side of LA? Like <laughs> on the other side know. of the street? Stash House New York? Like, I don't know. <laughs> we can only hope because that's a top room. That was one of Tati's top rooms as well. And even yeah. though it didn't make my top 10, I still love that room quite a bit. So Yeah. And it to be honest, it was so hard picking. 10 rooms out of doing over like we've all done over 200 yeah and we've done escape rooms for such a long time so being like well this was my favorite room like five years ago is it still in my top 10 now like that was really hard for me to figure out because I'm like I played a room like a month ago and I remember a lot from that and I played a room four years ago and I remember most of it but I remember I had a great time so I'm like this is the hardest thing I'm ever going to do in my life it's a hard task. I ask a lot of you guys here on the show, but you're doing yeah. great. You've gotten <laughs> through two. Let's move on to number eight. Number eight. I got The Book of Dragons by Clever Fox. Okay. Okay. I like this. I like this. I, this yeah. came into my mind in terms of my list, but it didn't make it. So I'm glad to hear Book of Dragons is, yeah. is up. So tell us about Book of Dragons with in uh, Menifee, right? Yeah. I, first of all, I really like Clever Fox as a whole. I do like all of the games that they have put out, but this one is definitely my favorite by them. From floor to ceiling, everything is just very detailed. Mm -hmm. Decor-wise and set-wise, it's just, there's so many little details to it and it's very witchy, which is just a concept I really like. I played it with three people at that time and we were all pretty self-sufficient. So we were all doing our own thing. So we felt like we were all working on something and it was very like and flow was very natural very clear the story was very clear to me and there were oh my god there were a couple puzzles where I was like this is actually pretty challenging I really really like how it's making my brain work hard as hell and then I also like a little pat on my own back I like solved a puzzle by myself and the game master came in and was like "Mm, I've never seen anyone do that one by themselves (laughs) that one kind of requires two people and I was like well they were ignoring me and they were doing their own thing so I thought independent woman I will do it on my own (laughs) good for you good for you um but it was just really fun memorable I loved the decor and then again I got really scared at the end because (laughs) the game master walked in and I was like again I was about to say I have no clue how you get scared in this game but of course, that just a, just a sharp was. movement out of nowhere. That's how you get back. And I wasn't expecting anything. Like I, I was sitting in a room where I was like, doo, 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 and then all of a sudden there's a person there. And I'm like, ah, ha, 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 how did you? What did you? <laughs> <laughs> it was great. I, I love Clever Fox. I think they have such great rooms and I need to go back and do the rest of them. But yeah kind of feet so far and it is worth the drive but i need to find the day <laughs> and not at 5 p.m and not at 5 p.m but i agree i love book of dragons i love clever fox this specific game has a really cool music puzzle and mm-hmm. i'm curious we'll leave it a mystery for now if this is the best wizarding game on your list but we'll see we'll see so we'll see we'll see we'll see <laughs> Okay, so that was a good number eight. Let's go to number seven. On number seven, I have Cutthroat Cavern by 13th Gate. Okay, so I want to pause this. If you haven't listened to volume one and volume two, which is top tens from the other hosts of the show, 
Cutthroat Cavern is number one on both of those lists. <gasps> uh, number one, really? On both of those lists, both for myself and for Tatiana. So we have Cutthroat Cavern coming in at number seven. Oh, God. <laughs> which is awesome for variety. And I don't know what's going to come after it. So let's talk about Cutthroat Cavern yeah. from Beth's perspective. <laughs> um, after this, there is a trend of like, oh, I understand why she likes these ones. Okay. Um, but Cutthroat Cavern, I mean, we talked about it so much in like the last five or six episodes that we have. Yeah. And it is a fantastic game. It is just downright so memorable, so good. So many things in it that I was like, you can put that in an escape room? Like, <laughs> you did that. I'm shocked. <laughs> this is awesome. Like, I just... The set was breathtaking and it was so incredible to see all of these things that I have never seen in Escape Room before to the scale that they were at and how certain puzzles were like ginormous that you would have to solve. And I loved it. And there was just such a variety of puzzles. I loved it. Very, very memorable experience for me. I loved the theme of it because I do really like pirate themes and for a long time, I didn't. I did not like pirate themes in escape rooms. I felt like it was overdone. Mm-hmm. And then recently, I've been playing. A, I recently, the last few like pirate games I've played have really set themselves apart. So I'm like, yeah. all right, it's warming up on me now. All okay. right, I'm, I'm maybe I'm back on pirates for escape room. Yeah, yeah, maybe you know your next job is going to be a pirate on the high seas. I don't know I think my accent's not that great <laughs> I think you do really well with that so I I think that's a better job for you <laughs> who knows who knows we'll give it some time we'll give it some time we'll see we'll see what the job offers come in we'll see what they do yeah or the, what the requirements are so yeah <laughs> accent, accent accent uh, optional but preferred yeah and I'll be like mm, I got other skills <laughs> Well, this is cool. This is cool. So at Seven Cutthroat Cavern, again, we talk about this a lot on the last previous episodes. So that means there's going to be several other rooms in your mind that are better than this, which is awesome, yeah. which is super, yeah. super awesome. So what's coming in ahead of it? So what's coming in at number six? So number six, I have Magic Cottage by Infinity. So okay. that magic room does trump Book of Dragons, in my opinion. Okay. But I think it's also just because Magic Cottage has more of what I like in the room, mm-hmm. basically. Because I'm, I'm really into, like, the witchy stuff. I, I like the aesthetic of the way they design their room. I, I really liked seeing, like, how much detail was put into the props and everything was, like, so just homemade. And yeah. not in, like, a tacky way. It was, like, no, you couldn't get this off Amazon. No, I, like some of the things that you see in that room, I was like, I don't know how you even go about building that. Yeah. And the great part about this room is that when I, when I played it, we, we were like one of the first groups to do it. We beta tested it. And then a year later I went back and I started working for them. So I worked mm-hmm. with them for a few months and it was a great experience. Um, I unfortunately had to leave just because of personal issues and timing and I'm tired (laughs) Um, but it was a great experience working there and I got to see the behind the scenes of Magic Cottage and it just made me appreciate it even more like there is so much that goes into that game just on the back end of things that like 
that make you have a great experience playing it. So that's why it comes in number six for me. Like it's just a great experience, lots of surprises, lots of you making decisions that yeah. make the story move forward. Yeah. And it's really great. I love it. It is a great game. I got to play when I was first kind of meeting you. And mm-hmm. I think if anything, what might give that an edge over other magic rooms is there's there's some characters in that room that you get to interact with, maybe attach to develop, you know, a friendship with if you're into characters in rooms, that's a plus. And that's yeah. what I remember from that room was kind of the many characters along the way. Yeah. And it's, it's super personable and it's just, it's just a different experience every time. It's not like a room where you go through it and you know, the second time you go through it, it's the exact yeah. same thing. In this case, it can be extremely similar to what you did like if you played it the first time or something, Mm -hmm. but there are little things that you can do that kind of change the story or you can solve the other puzzles in the room because there's so much to do and see in that room. And it's not even that big of a room either, but there's so much packed into it. Right, right. It's a well-used space for sure. Mm -hmm. All right. So two magic rooms in that bottom five, bringing us into the top five with number five. My number five is The Secret at Whitmore Estate by Breaking Point. Okay. okay. I love that one. Breaking Point, making the list two episodes Mm -hmm. in a row. Mm -hmm. And that was hard too. I was really stuck between Headcase or Whitmore Estate. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I don't know. Like Whitmore Estate just had more of what I liked. Yeah. Um, Because I do really like Haunted Mansion and it felt very inspired by Haunted Mansion, like design wise, where it's like- They were telling me after, even after playing the game, like the exposed brick in the room is supposed to mimic that, like the sliding feeling of mm-hmm. being in the elevator and everything stretching at Haunted mm-hmm. Mansion. So they were like, yeah, it's kind of inspired by that. And I was like, love it. Great. There's <laughs> Then there's the fun surprises. And it's just so many little characters that you like learn about throughout the game. And I just loved the theme of it. I love Haunted, not Haunted. I love... um like mystery murder mystery mansions like classic things like that very Sherlock Holmes sounds Mm -hmm. boring but when you do it really well I fully appreciate it (laughs) yeah it's a really fun room now did you get scared in this room because there is a moment that could potentially scare you here I think at the part that you're thinking I did I think I got startled but not as scared as I've been from just people walking near me Okay. Like opening a door and being like, congratulations. And I'm like, ah! I'm like ah! <laughs> the worst thing that could happen is support. Yeah. I'm like, a, a person. <laughs> like, ah! But um, no, with that part, I was just kind of like, ah, oh, shit. All right. <laughs> yeah. But moving on. But it was moving so on. good. That was the first one I did by them. And then I, no, no, no. I did Patient 17. Then I did Secret of Whitmore Estate. Then mm-hmm. I did uh head case and I loved all of those games all of those games are pretty high up on my list of games but this is the only one of their games that made it into my top 10 yeah but still a fantastic company I mean head case made the list for me and Whitmore Estate making the list for you Tati hasn't played Breaking Point so I would imagine if she has one of the two maybe two of the two would make the list for her and now we have the ability to look forward to the third game I know called blackout which who knows what it's going to be but breaking point is a very excellent company so I'm glad you got to highlight Whitmore State to kind of balance out 
the scales there. Uh, of course, yeah. I got to highlight you in the last episode because you're a part of head case. At least your head is. So yeah, my beheaded <laughs> head. Hey, I mean, like my my whole person is in the video. That's for true. The shortest amount of time ever, and then it's just my head. So yeah. if you like seeing Beth struggle then there's a nice little intro video for you. Mm-hmm. So I have one of those, one of the recordings in like slow motion on my phone somewhere. <laughs> and every so often I'm like, hmm, I want to start a conversation. Here's this video really quick of me. It's crazy, right? Super crazy. Um, I'm really cool. <laughs> and then I'm a conversation topic and I'm like, let's talk about things. <laughs> All uh, right. So number four. So number four is the most recent game I played, which is Hope End by Ministry of Peculiarity. Okay. Okay. So I tell us, it. tell us about it. We've had Jace on the show from Ministry. Didn't make any of our list prior. So let's dive into the story a little bit. What's going on in this secret mission, if you will? Oh, God. When it comes to the stories, I never do them justice. But the gist of it was basically you are going with your group to investigate this house it call it's on it's hope end it's the family of hope or it's the hope family whatever i can't say <laughs> things um it's the hope family right i believe it's the right family the right family not the yeah. left family no like w-r-i-g-h-t <laughs> I don't remember the names. I don't remember anyone's name. Sorry. But Hope End was really good. Basically, you are going in to investigate this place. And there is like the potential of a live actor. There is the potential of some exciting separations throughout the game. And there's a lot of really fun effects that are put in throughout the game that help push along the story of Mm -hmm. trying to figure out how all these murders happened, what's happening with like the souls of these ghosts and like who to trust, who not to trust, who you might lose, who you might keep. If I'm a top, am I talking about your group or am I talking about your characters? I don't know. <laughs> That's for you to figure out. But it was fantastic. The acting was great. The experience from beginning to end was so fun because I love all of the theatrics that go behind like live actors and keeping the story extremely immersive. This is so fun this is a this is worth coming out for this is worth the money you get more than just I think it's a 90 minute game or a 75 minute game it's a longer than an hour game I'm not sure exactly on the time but it's you definitely have time it's not something where you're ever up against the clock in my mind yeah like I wasn't I wasn't stressed I was just enjoying the ride which was (laughs) really really nice and they just had a lot to do and a lot of unique little quirky puzzles just a great experience like it was just funny and memorable and quirky and really personable and it just had so much detail and personality to it yeah absolutely it's a very well done actor driven room Mm -hmm. and I believe the first room on this list with an actor kind of driving the Um, way yeah yeah pretty much unless you count magic cottage the way that they bring you into the room but there's no room in it or there's no person in it Right. But yeah, this, this is the first one with a live actor. Yeah. And you're going to get a lot of acting from many different people in this room, different characters along the way. This Even is people cool. walking by, like they're keep, they're staying in character. And then they're like, like they're trying to run away really quick, almost stressed out. Like I have to fix something. And <laughs> they probably did have to fix something at the escape rooms. I don't know. I get it. Yeah. It um, could go either way, right? Character. Yeah, yeah. Right. 
but it was so good. I had such a good time. <laughs> and a lot of my friends who did go with me to go do it, it was like, like it was a couple of their first rooms, a handful of them have done a few rooms, but like pretty like last minute rooms, like the ones that you just find and you're like, okay, I'll just play it really quick. So this was the first like really fantastic room that they were able to play. And they were like, can we do more of that? Like, that's awesome. This is so cool. And I'm like, that's how you hook people on escape rooms. And they did a great job with it. Ah! Yeah, More people yeah. in the industry. <laughs> and the people up there at the ministry are really big fans of you and I. I don't know if they told you that, but they've told me many times that. Well, they like, kept it quiet until the very end they were like we're glad that you finally came and i was like oh you do know me <laughs> like i remember meeting them i was like oh i've met you guys before like i know exactly who you guys are but i always assume that no one knows me yeah you're a little unnoticeable with you know just like plain brown hair and no highlights and you're kind of quiet no, too sure. most of the time so you don't yeah, really no, you don't make sure. a lot of noise and you don't talk much so yeah i understand my why people wouldn't like notice quiet, you like a mouse yeah my laugh is to totally not like a booming dad's laugh at all <laughs> come on beth you're noticeable let's be real here <laughs> <laughs> well i didn't say i wasn't noticeable i mean people noticed me but i didn't think they were gonna remember me <laughs> all like, right hey. we're coming in in the top three so coming in number three beth what do you have my number three is miss jezebel by 60 out but the christmas version because that was the version oh. that i played Okay. All right. I didn't get to play the original. I haven't played at all. I never will get to play unless it revives itself. But <laughs> the laboratory, <laughs> Christmas version, Miss Jezebel. You've brought this up before, I believe, in our actor-driven episodes. Mm -hmm. uh, but this is a Brian Corbett creation. Uh, tell us just a little bit about it, just to remind people what's going on here. So, Miss Jezebel basically is you are going undercover trying to figure out what miss jezebel is hiding or like mm -hmm. what she has from what is it the dark web or something like that she's like on the dark web ordering illegal things i think yeah um but in this case for christmas she stole santa's big red sack <laughs> basically and uh i'm pretty sure that's the exact wording uh I'm, yeah I'm, I'm sure <laughs> and it's very inappropriate it was a it was a red funny. what it was a red what big red sack <laughs> oh okay i just wasn't sure on that last word yeah so. no, that's the one <laughs> but miss jezebel is like very crude humor she is this older woman who is suspected to have killed her her husband and like have all this money and she just keeps doing all this illegal stuff and so you have to go undercover as whatever your illegal stuff is and you have to try and get on her good side and you have to solve all these puzzles. And when she, there's like a time thing where she comes in at certain times and you have to make sure that everything was left the way that it was or that you weren't messing with anything. And it was so much fun. And I can't, I unfortunately can't say much about the original version because I did play the Christmas one. Yeah. But Christmas one was so much fun. There were so many little things to do and so much just funny little, so many funny little bits that they had that I was like, this is so goofy. I've never played a game like this. <laughs> and it was so inappropriate. Like it was like, don't take the kids to this game. Like don't take the kids, but it was just so funny. So funny. That's good. That's good. I mean, even if you wanted to take the kids, you can't right now because good. that location's gone, but in general maybe one day if it revives itself somewhere under a different name i'll have to go play 
your kids are safe is what I'm saying for those that are listening. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're but, okay for now. For now. <laughs> your kids are safe for now. That's a horrible sound clip. But um, uh, and shout out to Patrick because he was my he was my Miss Jezebel. Uh, Patrick was great. If Miss Jezebel, loves everyone loves Patrick. And correct. That's right. <laughs> like that is absolutely correct. He was so good. He stayed in character so well. And like I would say, I, I really play into these live actor things. I get okay. really into it where I like start making my own persona and then I leave and I'm like, who am I? But <laughs> like, I'm talking to Miss Jezebel. <laughs> who are and... you? All right, Beth, we're coming into the final two, your top two escape rooms you've ever played. Number two, what's it going to be? The Last Supper by Quest Tavern. Okay. Last Supper makes it onto a list yet again. As so it tell should. Us, tell As us. It should. Tell us about our friend Nico and her creation. Nico, I can only say thank you. Um, <laughs> no, Last Supper is so good. I played this. Oh my gosh, I don't even remember when I played it. It was before they opened their third game. Okay. And it was so good. Uh, our Lord Garrick was just perfect. He just jived with our group really, really well. And it's same thing, like a lot of our group really played into it. We kind of gave ourselves like fake names or we were like joking around and telling them fake places that we were coming from and not doing the basic like, I'm Beth, but I'm from Anaheim. I think I said, my name is Beef. I'm a vegetarian and I am from the, the Western or something like that. And he's like, the, the Western, Western what? And I go, the Western. The best Western. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> and he's like, Western of what though? And I'm like, the West, the Westest. Don't okay. you know? duh so like it was really fun doing that and the game was very fun the puzzles were incredible i did get really hurt in the game okay which also memorable can't say i've gotten hurt in a ton of games (laughs) it didn't stop you from putting it here at number two so yeah right (laughs) but uh there's a part where i got startled and i ran back to my chair and I, it was, I was kind of in an awkward position. I think I was on the floor and I was getting up to get on the chair, totally just like fell. And I like threw myself over the chair and I ended up on the floor by the time Lord Garrick came in and he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I've had far too much to drink, sir. Let me get my bearings. And I like went to go sit in my chair and I'm like, let's get dinner on the road. Woo. But it's so fun. Like Lord Garrick is adding such an exciting and intense vibe to the entire game because the game itself you could you could just play without an actor and it'd be fine but the actor just added so much more and i love this can you do me a favor and mm-hmm. from this moment on can you just refer to your bearings more like when we talk <laughs> <laughs> let me just get my bearings and use that voice like yeah no for sure i can do that sir let me um, gather my bearings <laughs> <laughs> I've had a bit too much to drink. <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward yeah, that to that. That was a really fun game. Lots of really exciting moments. It was really intense. It is at intense. Some point. It does have it some like, intensity. It's this big dude, and I'm little, and he's looking down at me. Homie's like looking down at me, and he's like, "What are you doing?" And I go, "I'm walking back to my chair." Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. You might get yelled at. You might get yelled at. Yeah, you might get a sword like stabbed into a plate or something, or yeah. I don't know. You could die. Like you could die. I, That's the risk. 
I guess. <laughs> Don't die. Don't cross Lord Gary. Don't die. Don't die. All right. Now, coming in at number one, I have a feeling you might get yelled at in this game. Why? In this game. Oh, oh no, 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 not you. For having an opinion. No, 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 not for having an opinion. Your opinions are your own. But I've known you for over a year and a half now, approaching two years. Mm-hmm. I, I say th- it a lot. I, would I be surprised think if I know. know. I think I know what this is. So go ahead. Coming in okay. at number one. This is me um, doing my little drum roll. Coming in at number one, I have The Arena by Mindtrap. Oh, yeah. Are we surprised? I knew it. I knew it. Arena is making the list again. Arena made my list. Now it is your number one. So it is my number one. It takes the cake. Let's talk about it. Tell us about your shocking experience. The cake. Oh, they're just so good. It's it was just so memorable. <laughs> like it was, <laughs> I really like memorable games. I like games that are pushing limits. I love games that are willing to do something different to set themselves apart from everyone else. Because mm-hmm. I played plenty of games that I'm like, hmm, this kind of feels like the last game I played. Yeah. The arena is absolutely not that. They slap a shot collar on you. They yell at you. They, they call you dumb and they don't care. They don't care about your feelings at all and i'm like hey i can take that i can respect that i care about a lot of people's feelings and you don't care about mine all right i respect it (laughs) but it's just super memorable like how many escape rooms are you gonna play where you get a shock collar like i have yet to say that i have yet to say that i've been in another room with a shock collar so already point point you're unique all right all right um (laughs) I've never had people throw me into a room and verbally abuse me. I, 17th door, sure. I've never done it. It's also, I, don't, I wouldn't consider it an escape room, I guess. I think it's more of an, an ex, just an experience that you yeah, sign up for. Not an escape room. Um, they threw me in, called me stupid. And I was like, all right. Okay, I'll take it. Memorable. <laughs> First, like, two minutes. And then all the puzzles were really fun. There were extra things added into it that, like, added to the stress. There's little games throughout the way where like they'll chime in and talk to you and then you do like little little games that you have to like say verbally, but it's just them distracting you or trying to get you involved in the story again. So good. And it's just so stressful, but it was a kind of stress that I liked. It was like the adrenaline is pumping, but it's well lit. and I don't need to worry about something popping out of a wall and scaring the shit out of me. <laughs> like it's more of an intensity of like, I like it hurts but I could do it really quick. <laughs> yeah. It's exhilarating more than scary. If you ask me. Yeah. Um, it's intense. It's exciting. And I liked how it made me feel, I guess. Like it was just, <laughs> it was just exciting. Like I, I hate when I go through rooms and I'm like, that's cool. That's cool. But this room, I'm like, I'm shitting bricks. Like I'm freaking out. And like, there's a shot caller on me. <laughs> <laughs> But it was super fun and super memorable. And then at the end, they're like very nice to you. And they're like, you did a great job. In the last episode, I described this room as you find out what you're into. And we know now that Beth likes getting shocked and degraded. So take you it for know, what it is. Hey, take you for what it is, Beth, because I like I liked it, it too. I liked it, it is too. what it is. So I guess that's why we get along. 
Hey, I'm just saying, if more escape rooms put shot callers in their rooms, they'd be a lot more memorable. I'm not going to say for good or bad. They're just going to be memorable. (laughs) Yeah. In this case, number one. It's hard to do. It's hard to pull that off and have it be likable. You could totally see this being done in a different way and people just like losing their mind and hating the room and like blacklisting the room and whatnot. But they do it really well, so well that it made your number one out of your 230 where are you now we're all kind of in the 230s like 233 yeah that what's i'm at like 232 tati's at 235 so collectively we're just about at 700 escape rooms the three of us here at escape break and that concludes our top 10 series now these top 10s are our own of course based upon our experiences the memorable and wonderful teams we had game masters but we want to know what are your top rooms do you have a room that's number one that didn't make our list at all maybe we haven't played it or maybe we had a different experience please let us know because there are so many great rooms out there to explore and yeah seriously beth and i want to play yeah and, so. and now for the for the listeners you have like 30-ish rooms that you might be able to play and put on your list soon. Yeah. Except for like, you know, the overlaps, but like 20, 30-ish. But I'm pleasantly surprised for all the potential overlaps there could have been. There was only a few. And yeah, plus we're, I mean, we're all in different areas too. Like you're San Diego. I was kind of like Orange County, i.e. Tati's more NorCal. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she played a lot of rooms down here too, but there's a good variation of areas. Yeah. And you know, the only overlap we had across all three of us was cutthroat cavern makes sense it it makes sense i mean we all did together so yeah and it was (laughs) so good all right beth well again i'm glad you're here i know the listeners are glad you're here i hope to see you again soon on this show because you're part of this escape break team and we need your energy <laughs> I got you. I got plenty of energy now. I am drinking this charged lemonade from Panera and I am bouncing off the walls a little bit. So we love Kevin! it. We love it. <laughs> I'm bringing all the energy. Hey, cut. You know what time it is? Beth, wait. I need more time. Don't say it. No, break time is just about over. But, Beth, what if they want more? Well, they can tune in to next episode. Next episode? Yes, next episode. There's so much more to come. Well, what can they do between now and then? Well, they can like us on Instagram. Share this episode? Oh, yes. Send you a middle finger? I mean, if they want to, and if they do want to, it is at Beth underscore Dival. Awesome. (laughs) Guys, we'll see you next time. And remember, if you need to get away and your day seems too long, don't be shy to take your next escape break.